Coming to you live from the basement. Yeah. That way the neighbors can't hear me talk to myself. All right. We got lots of shit going on right now. And hopefully you are stocked up on goods wherever you're listening from. You know, wiping down your groceries, quarantining your mail. It's serious shit out there. And if you're not doing those two things, you might as well throw everything else you're doing out the window. So I shut down the Yeah site temporarily. If you go to the website, thead.com, there's a newsletter. Sign up to be notified once I'm back up and running again. I have a lot of new goods planned for the year, so it really sucks to put everything on pause. But it just doesn't feel right promoting product right now. It doesn't feel right taking up space on mail trucks, approaching the mail office, or having someone get infected because my package came through some suspect areas. I see other people still posting, carrying on like, you know... Like usual, trying to sell stuff. And I'm thinking, who's buying that shit right now in a time like this? But I also get it. As a business owner, you don't want to, if you don't keep moving, you're going to drown. Which kind of puts me at a good spot with the yes, sort of. Unless all money disappears. But being so small means turning off the website and not having to lay anyone off or apply for loans, you know, keeps me in a good spot. So once this shit's over with, I can pop back up. And uh, one thing I thought of just off off the top of my head since I started thinking about this shit is what happens if other BMX brands go out of business, like ODI? If ODI goes out of business, do we, like, what happens? Or if Kenda goes out of business, does that mean there's no more tires? Like, what starts, what happens with the BMX industry because of this? I'd like to talk to some people. If there's anybody out there willing to talk, reach out. But, uh, yeah, with the site down, I cleaned up the office, and it feels light years better than it did before. But I found notes I wrote to myself, and it made me realize how much of a maniac I am. It's embarrassing. I have all these ideas, and I kind of spread myself too thin or concentrate on the wrong things at the wrong times. And I'm realizing it slowly but surely. One nice thing about things slowing down is you get to see how shit is after the dust settles and make moves to change that. Speaking of slowing down, I've been on Instagram a lot less. It made more sense when I was taking shits at work. One thing I did see was Bob Sherbo posted a link to his podcast with with Vinny Salmon. If you're familiar with those names, you should give it a listen. I hope Bob releases more in the future. It's a good combo with interesting backstory. The 9-11 stuff was wild to hear. One of the things that jumped out to me personally was Vinny talking about being an older rider and not playing catch-up anymore. Which really made me think, am I playing catch-up? And I think I am. Or was. At least in my head. In my head, I want to ride three or four times a week and constantly progress. But in reality, I can only ride when my body feels right and when the weather's permitting. When I don't hit that three or four sessions per week, it feels like I broke a promise to myself. It took me a while to realize riding is moving meditation for me but I can't keep up with the same frequency I did for the last 15 to 20 years. There's nothing comparable to doing something on your bike that feels awesome or doing something that you didn't think you could do. That will always be there. That's special. However, I'm finding it's important to look for these headspaces and other activities. I'm not sponsored. I'm not talented. I just enjoy doing it. You know, I'm a fan of it. But I rea- I'm realizing now that I just ride when I can. And I have to accept that. Some weeks will be better than others. And without proper workouts and stretches, 
there can't be any sessions for me. So, yeah, that Bobcast was really awesome. And, you know, it's two people that have watched their riding for so long and never even heard them have a conversation before. So go check it out. I'll include a link in the notes, and hopefully Bob does some more. In other news, the 2020 iPad Pro came out, along with the touchpad keyboard that looks like it finally got the hardware dialed into a functional form. I've mentioned it in this podcast before how I was considering the iPad, seeing how I can port out to keyboards, monitors, and mice, but now it really seems up my alley. But given the current situation, there's no way in hell I'm springing for a $2,000 computer purchase. So I dusted off my old Wacom tablet that I bought for $100 from Best Buy a few years ago. I thought it was too wonky before after only trying it twice. Then I noticed all the settings you can do with it, and it turns out it works like a trackpad too. So you can do like Mac OS, you know, trackpad gestures on a PC with the fingers. You can switch apps, set up shortcuts, and do stuff, do shortcuts with the stylus as well. It's pretty cool. It did take me a few hours to set up and to get familiar with it for sure. But I was so charged up from the iPad commercial. Side note, I've been wanting to just incorporate more direct digital drawing and less pen toying with my right hand because I'm left-handed. But um, yeah, seeing you know seeing people use the stylus for creative work is what got me. So yeah, I, I plugged in the Wacom, got it set up, and I basically have a version, a desktop version of the iPad now. I just used it for a freelance piece recently, and I couldn't believe the results. It takes patience because the screen isn't right where the stylus is, you know? Like, you can't look down at the tip of your stylus and see what's happening digitally. You have to kind of look at the look up at the screen and kind of connect it. I'm stoked to be messing around with it. I look forward to eventually getting an iPad Pro, but the catch is the Adobe programs are still sandboxy and stupid for whatever reason. Because uh, I can use the full CS6 suite on my laptop with my Wacom and it's cool because it operates as normal and when I need the stylus I can just bust it out when I need to. With the iPad Pro and the operating system it's the opposite. It's bonky. Adobe doesn't let the CC suite run on the iPad like it should, like we all think it should. They have some corny sandbox bullshit that they feed new slash old features in piece by piece. Which maybe they have to completely rebuild these programs for the iPad OS, and that's why it takes so long, but either way it kind of seems shitty. So the iPad is specced higher than the apps can go, so I think I'll be content with my Wacom setup for a while. The only thing I'll be missing is being able to digitally draw on my couch, or be portable in general. Anyways, here's some content recommendations um, for everybody in quarantine, I guess. Andrew Vargason, AV. Grindworks BMX has a hella informative podcast with Sam from Mexico, who is a big fan of BMX and also a farmer. He drops a few knowledge bombs about how we get the food we have, and I think it's really important right now, especially since we're all stocking up at the grocery store. And it's such a good listen because you're not hearing hearsay, you're hearing information from a real farmer who grew up doing this shit. Shout out to Sam. Would also like to take a second to suggest some other content on a lighter hearted note. Theo Vaughn has a podcast with Doc Antill from Tiger King, which if you've watched the wild shit show of a ride that that show is, you'll know that at the end they say Doc got raided. He explains his side of the story and the things that happened, and it definitely peels back a few layers from what Netflix is showing us. All in all, it's pretty cool and informative, and if you don't know who Theo Vaughn is, go check him out. He's pretty damn funny. 
So that's about it. Just want to touch base on the Yes Store being closed temporarily and give you guys some cool things to check out in the meantime. I'll be working steadily on some new Yeah Goods that I'm sure to let you know about once it's back up and running. I have a few more solo episodes in the can I'm going to be posting next. One is a Death Lens camera mod, so I'll have a video portion to go with it. So yeah, go subscribe to the new Different Spokes YouTube channel. Make sure you spell it incorrectly on purpose. D-I-F-F-R-E-N-T Spokes Podcast. I'm pretty sure if you just type that in, it'll come right up. So that's it for now. Go subscribe to the Ad Newsletter for a first notice on the site being back up. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace. Peace.